0: is it an epic or epic failure
1: the big review movies games and tv in focus
0: ninety five. we are reviewing the fourth installment in the matrix series the matrix resurrections that is basically it picks up the story of neo that it, who is now basically back to being thomas anderson and is inside the matrix and now there's a whole new mission of um, his familiar faces and new faces who are trying to get him out of here and go off on another mission now here's the thing michael and i have very strong opinions so let's start off with the positives how about the So, one of the biggest positives for me in this movie, or sadly enough, one of the only positives, are the individual characters and some of their acting. For example, Jessica Henwick as Bugs and uh, the amazing Jonathan Groff as uh, Agent Smith or the new version of Smith. I love them very, very much. They basically stood out. I mean, even though Jessica Henwick's Bugs is the... You know typical kind of uh, let's say legacy character in the sense that this is a person who has lived through the golden age of what the previous protagonist has done which is again a recurring trope and now they're on a mission to fulfill whatever that original protagonist or legend wants to do as in the typical hero and whatnot and i love it despite even though it's cliched She did her job. She did it really well. And I love Jessica Henwick all the way back from um, the unfortunate Iron Fist all the way back in the mid, uh, I think it was back in 2016, 2015. And she is capable of, you know, acting and, you know, fulfilling her roles. That I loved her very much as her role as Bugs. And, of course, Jonathan Groff. Goodness, I, here's the thing. I did not even know that he was in that movie. But when I saw him, just chills everywhere he is a fantastic fantastic actor we haven't seen him for a while since mindhunter and of course the hamilton broadway show that was a couple of years ago but he did reprise his role for the entire um the movie that came out on disney plus and of course you cannot forget the fantastic neil patrick harris i loved him very much as the analyst slash the therapist but the the saddest thing ever, especially when it comes to the analyst and Smith is despite that they are just spectacular characters on their own they still feel like you barely get anything from them they're somewhat overshadowed even though again the analyst is the antagonist or one of the main antagonists of the movie
1: yeah, um, this movie is a big nostalgia trip to any fan out there who loves the Matrix and uh, some people may be bogged down by the fact that oh where is the actor who plays the original Morpheus or the actor who plays the original positive, Agent positive Smith positive things for yes yes, yes positive but I, I will say that despite their replacements <laughs> I, I found for example Morpheus who played, who was played by Yahya mm-hmm. Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, um, to be tolerable uh, he does shake I love how you're like
0: I'm like Mikhail give me the positive he's that like, is positive
1: he's, he's tolerable he's tolerable he shakes up the character he's a little bit more uh, He's, he's himself he's himself he's more like somebody who's copying because that's what the, he is he's basically a sentient machine that is copying uh, the previous Morpheus mm-hmm. uh, I will say one thing that I did enjoy about this uh, movie is that there's yes. almost like a somewhat of a technical reboot to the world of the Matrix things are a little bit different in terms of how illusion is played out yep. not everything is an, is connected to an Agent Smith virus that you know the fights against the against the you know the rebels or what do you call them? I think the people outside the matrix. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, this time we have bots, and they're controlled by the analysts. There's also uh, there's this whole thing with sentient machines who don't believe in the fact that they should fight against the humans, and rather they turn over and actually help the humans mm-hmm. and, and, and outside the matrix. So I like the, those little new concepts they put in there that there there is sort of like an after story from the original trilogy what happens after Neo dies but the biggest mystery that this movie carries and the one that everyone's fascinated with even though Neo dies in the the third film why is he alive in this one and we explore we we tread that little story Mm -hmm. and we and I don't want to spoil anything but I think to some people they might find it satisfying to others like I don't I don't think this is enough, you know.
0: I think yours, this, the latter sentiments are shared by a lot of people because if you look at the reviews, because now we need to go to the negative parts of the movie, which unfortunately outweigh the positives. and It's just that, yes, it is a nostalgic trip, but perhaps too much of a nostalgic trip. Like, at some point, it felt more of a summary rather than a new story because oh God, yes. the new story part felt unfulfilling. I feel like at some point we were both were very lost in the movie. We're not too sure what's happening. I went with my friend who was equally lost, maybe less than halfway through the movie and was like, do you mind if I leave? I'm like, no, you're not. You're not leaving the movie. But I do have to admit, I fell asleep during that movie. That even added to my confusion. So I admit that I did fall asleep. But again, if the movie makes you fall asleep, it's saying something especially a movie as big as the matrix now for me i know you called morpheus adequate my the thing with morpheus i love yahya abdul mateen's um, version of morpheus but i don't get it i don't get it me neither. Why, why do we have a new version of morpheus I don't, genuinely do not because, get it.
1: Because I don't know what happened maybe in, in pre-production, but in the movie, they do write it off. They, they tell you what happens to the original Morpheus. I get that. But and it was just a quick dialogue.
0: Again, yes, but it doesn't make any sense. Yes, I know that they're much older. I believe they could have easily aged up the actual actors and actresses the way they did with uh, Jadep and Kat Smith and her role as Niobe as well. So it's they're capable of doing it. So, uh, Lawrence Fishburne, I'm pretty sure he was. He would have been excited to reprise his role unless there were some issues within that. But the fact that he was a Morpheus slash Smith made no sense because we do have a Smith, a new version of Smith. And that kind of makes sense because, like you said, the old version of The Matrix is kind of gone. This is a new one Is That's been rebooted by, the, by analysts. the analysts. Yeah, so the fact that we have the new Smith is fine. But a new... Morpheus. I just don't get it. It could have been they could have easily said that as his grandson. That could have worked better, honestly. For,
1: and and that's the thing about this movie. There's a lot of like tech tech mumbo jumbo uh, ran as plot devices, and as, to an average, average audience, it just goes goes way over your head. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we still haven't finished our review for nope. The Matrix. We're still going to continue, but if you have a personal critique or an opinion about the film, do text us 4215. Let's take a bit of a break and continue our review of Matrix 4.
0: Let's continue our review of Matrix Resurrections, the fourth installment in the Matrix series. We tried to give the positive uh, parts of the movie, and now we're delving deep, deep into the negatives, and I think Mikhail has a lot of opinions about that as well, especially as a big fan of the series.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was a time when I I used to watch The Matrix, I I watched it almost religiously. I never understood the the core philosophy, and it always felt like a high-concept kind of film that dealt with, like is our world an illusion? Are we living in simulations? Do we truly have a choice in life or is everything pre pre, uh, Mm -hmm. preordained? And uh, this is some of the concepts that kind of live with you and some fans always talk about how the Matrix has this big impact and it did on the industry at that time. But 20 years have passed and now the biggest question Well, 16 I mean, in the, in in the, the story, game, yeah, but yeah, 20 story, years yeah. have passed in real life, and it's been. A, I'm surprised that they went out of their way to make this sequel, which is why the biggest question when you're watching this film, does this, does does it justify a sequel in the first place? And a lot of the time, as you're mm-hmm. watching major beats of the story play out, you're like, not really worth, not really worth. The, the story. I, I don't know. What. I agree with you. There's very little conflict and tension most of the time. It just feels like we're, we 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 brought this story up just because. No other reason. I feel that, yeah. And, and, and maybe this to some people, they want to revisit the Matrix. They love that nostalgia. And uh, bear in mind, we're huge fans of Keanu Reeves. But there's something about his acting in this movie that mm-hmm. just like as much as I love him as a person in real life, something about his performance in this movie, it just felt he wasn't putting that much effort. Like it just. I agree with you. Did it not was not as good and it, it showed. Yes, you know? it
0: did not feel like Neo was at, at all. I get it that this is a new version-esque of Neo because he's confused but even in the first movie when, you know, Thomas Anderson realizes he's Neo, the, t- the transition was quick because he realizes he's the one. It's like he was Okay, sounds a bit cliche. He was programmed to be the one from the get-go. So something turns on. Here, the only time this turns on is when he regains his powers. And that is it. He just appears very disheveled, very confused, very out of place. He's not sure about what he's doing. And I really did not like the fact that he kept repeating, I never believed I am the one or the chosen one. Like I understand that maybe that trope appears to be cliched now in 2021 and 2020 but at the, this, at the same time it, that's that was what that movie was all about about the one and as cliched that trope is it is an integral part of the movie so him coming up and saying this basically dismissing what he was in the previous three movies makes absolutely no sense to me Um, The only, another good part is the fact that the gadgets, the gizmos, the hair and the makeup felt very 90s, early 2000s-esque kind of sci-fi, which I love because it just said that we're keeping it true to the original trilogy. But beyond that, I felt, again, like you said, it was unnecessary. If anything, it felt like if you had just turned that into a comic, maybe... It felt like I was, would have been a better material, even though I'm not telling you, because obviously we love and respect comics and comic artists. We're just saying that as a big, massive movie and the hype, we could have just translated it into a book that people can read at their own leisure and can easily go on and on and on for pages, explaining many things, and perhaps maybe extending the stories and extending the character arcs of more than one character beyond what we saw on the screen. Because even though... It was two hours and a half. I I genuinely don't know why it was two hours and a half yeah, long. It was, it
1: was a chore to watch. And, and, and when you feel that, when, when it feels like it's a chore, then you know there isn't there isn't that enjoyability that you expect from a movie like this.
0: And can we, just before you okay. go on, can we just talk about the whole um, them trying to break the fourth wall with Warner Brothers wants to make another video game. And I'm oh like, goodness. That, that wasn't necessary. This isn't. they
1: done in Space Jam 2? I they was brought about it. to
0: say, this <laughs> isn't Space Jam 2. What are you doing? That was just a little bit too much. I respect the Wachowski sisters. They're amazing. And I mean, they brought the original Matrix to life and they basically um, spearheaded the sci fi genre within the early 2000s and late 90s. I just feel like this fell really short and it was a massive disappointment.
1: Yeah, and and there are times where the special effects feel a little bit cheap. There was this this effect they used uh, to express slow motion, Mm -hmm. you know, as if a a character is faster than the other, and it felt so cheap. I don't know, there was... It was very jarring to watch, uh, but honestly, when it comes down to it, is this movie worth watching? Does it justify the sequel? Not necessarily. Nope. I think it's only enjoyable for the core fans of the Matrix who really want to go back down that nostalgia trip, but to the average viewer, the casual watcher out there, this this movie is just going to fly over their head. They're going to be more confused than they're enjoying the, the, the movie for its mm-hmm. entirety. So our final verdict for this movie, for me personally. It's a disappointing below average, so I'm going for a 4 out of 10 for Matrix 4.
0: I was going to be a little bit more um, forgiving. I'd yeah. say 5 out of 10, but I'm just like fluctuating between 4 and 5, 4 and 5. Because again, love Jonathan Groff, loved uh, Neil, loved um, Jessica, but beyond that, and the makeup, and the makeup, love the makeup, and, yeah. and the getup. And the, uh, the story of uh, Io now is very cool. The fact that they actually showed, oh, we made a lot of progress in the past 60 years and whatnot. That that was nice. But
1: that feels like an epilogue. It doesn't feel like it needs a whole movie.
0: The thing know? is, it felt also like I know that, I know they don't want to fall into the usual tropes, but perhaps they needed to, because you know how usually what happens. You know, they were even saying it. They're like, you might put the entirety of Io in danger. I think maybe he should have. Something, some kind of consequences should have gone there. As much as you, as a viewer, like that is so cliche. But at least it would have been, the stakes would have been higher beyond the character arc and the arcs that were happening in the story. The new generation, incredibly cool. I feel like there's potential for some sort of maybe spin-off TV show if Warner Brothers are thinking about it in terms of the new crew and their stories. But in terms of Neo and Trinity and Morpheus and whatnot.
1: It's been concluded 20 years ago.
0: Exactly. Why do we have this? So I'm going to go with a 5 out of 10 which gives us a score of 4.5 from yeah. Mikhail and I and that is our review of The Matrix Resurrection stay tuned we've got so much to talk about lots of Marvel and Spider-Man news among other things including Uncharted the movie coming up next right here on the Afternoon Karak Rumor has it. Speculation
1: Rumor has it. Gossip Rumor has it. or hoax Rumor has it, Rumor has it.
0: Rumor has it that Tobey Maguire is set to appear in the Multiverse of Madness and get his own Spider-Man 4 movie. Now, this comes from dailyexpress.co.uk. So are they reliable? Are they not? We're not really sure, but they're the ones who are spearheading this news. I mean, they're the ones spreading it everywhere. And I saw it on Reddit and people were like, okay, maybe, but why would he appear in multiverse and madness
1: that i'm not entirely sure of but i i have to look back based on just historical reports there was supposed to be a spider-man for in the works and it was going to come out sometime i think 2011 2012 but I think because of uh, the somewhat, su- somewhat substantial failure of Spider-Man Three in theaters, they just Sony just like you know let's wrap it up. We're not gonna do any more of these Tobey Maguire Spider-Man films. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing I probably that connects a dot to this is that the reshoot, the six weeks worth of reshoots that are Happy. happening. Uh, so Kevin Feige himself said that reason why we're doing these reshoots is because we want to add a little bit more, We want to have a little bit more fun because we yes. felt inspired spider-man no way home
0: what he actually said as well is that um some people actually you know that was a rumor that was speculation if i remember correctly sorry for um misjudging that he's if i remember they said that they realized that there were some actors and actresses they didn't mention who who were unavailable are now free mm. so they were like let's do some reshoots and let's fix up some things and it makes sense. It just makes just sense. It has
1: a little bit of merit. Be, just a little be. bit of merit.
0: And the thing is, Fandom Wire, who are the ones who correctly scooped that both Maguire and Garfield's Peter Parkers would be Spider-Man No Way Home, reported this claim all the way last year around this time.
1: Okay. They're the ones wow. who were
0: like, this is happening. And now Express.co.uk were like, yeah, yeah, that's definitely happening. So basically what's happening is that the rumors are circulating between people and people who have you know publications are getting scoops here and there probably anonymous sources or maybe a friend of a friend of a friend now spider-man 4 is a more i'd say viable a rumor but toby Maguire appearing that's I'm leaning towards not really, but anything can happen at this point.
1: Yeah. Especially petitions for Andrew Garfield's Amazing Spider-Man three.
0: Yes, that that again, that's also most more likely to happen in my opinion than Tobey Maguire appearing. But I'm not putting that idea all the way back in the shelf. I'm not shoving it up there at the back of my head. I think that there there is potential that this might actually be true. Yeah. Who knows? Even though, Crazier things have happened. Exactly. Even though it's only like 30% in my opinion, but 30% is still big enough for this because we can't really think of why he would be there, but maybe Dr. Strange calls him out for some help, maybe through the multiverse. We don't know. As usual, we wait and see, especially since we're going to be ne- we- needing to wait a long time unfortunately no more waiting in march anymore but let's talk about what is happening in march and that is the academy awards and according to sony and marvel they are very committed to giving spider-man no way home an oscar push which is very interesting because the last time that happened was with black panther and hasn't really happened since let's talk about that coming up next right here on the afternoon karak If you liked this episode of Afternoon Karak, drop a like and subscribe. Be sure to follow us on Instagram for all our daily updates and top stories.